Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live world one your inside look into combat sports so let it be written so let it be done brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization pull up some dust and sit down and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history i am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior i engaged in Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you, start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the multi-million dollar, wait, we're not there. Of course, the multi-million dollar sports byline studios are shut down right now. We're doing this show at a remote broadcast from somewhere in North America. It's all I say, okay, I'll tell you, North, Northern California, straight up, we're going to bring talk for the next two hours live on sports byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course. Now we've joined SB Nation Sports, and of course, we've got it rocking and rolling on SportsByline.com. So straight up, for the next two hours, we're talking combat sports, both boxing and mixed martial arts. We'll hear from Muhammad Ali, Larry Merchant, the HBO retired HBO godfather, will be here live and in living color. Uh, hour number two, we'll delve into the world of Ali and Duran, and we'll switch subjects a little bit in hour number two and talk watches. Talk watches here. Lots of stuff to talk about here. Two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You can hit us up on the studio text line. The number, no commitment. You don't have to come on the air. You don't have to say anything. Uh, the number, 1-415-275-1613. That's 1-415-275-1613. And oh, we'll also discuss the career of Rocco Francis Marchigiano. Hey, I got that right. Born September 1st, 1923. One of the cheapest paisans you'll ever meet in your life. He died in August 31st, 1969, because he was a cheap, cheap guy. He cashed in his first class PSA ticket or his American Airlines ticket, whatever it was. He cashed it in and flew on the back of a plane that crashed for free. Bottom line is, he was a cheap guy. That's like a half a million bucks he buried somewhere. Nobody knows where it's at. Straight up, we'll delve into the career of Rocky Marciano. That and more today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming to you from the, ah, not the Sports Byline Studios in the city, by the way, San Francisco, California. This is a Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Two hours on Sports Byline, IRT Radio, on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention self-employed individuals, 1099 independent contractors, and small business owners. If you missed the first round of funding from the Coronavirus Relief Program, you now have a second chance. But do not delay. Funds are limited and you need to take action right now. Thanks to new federal funding, you can receive an advance of up to $10,000 deposited directly into your bank account without ever talking to a bank. We're SBAQuick.com, and we're here to help. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 to speak with a representative and learn if you or your small business qualify for funding. There's no obligation and no banks to deal with, so don't miss this opportunity. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. That's 888-SBA-NOW-8 or visit SBAQuick.com. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention self-employed individuals, 1099 independent contractors, and small business owners. If you missed the first round of funding from the Coronavirus Relief Program, you now have a second chance. But do not delay. Funds are limited and you need to take action right now. Thanks to new federal funding, you can receive an advance of up to $10,000 deposited directly into your bank account without ever talking to a bank. We're SBAQuick.com, and we're here to help. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 to speak with a representative and learn if you or your small business qualify for funding. There's no obligation and no banks to deal with, so don't miss this opportunity. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. That's 888-SBA-NOW-8 or visit SBAQuick.com. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Like my mother said, it's never bragging, son, when you're telling the truth. Just don't be too honest. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, across 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, live all across America and around the world on the fabulous Internet. Check this out. Muhammad Ali's brother was called, his name was, he was born Rudy Clay. But his name, he changed his name to Rockline Ali after a while. Anyway, bottom line is, he was 14-3 as a pro. 
a draw in seven kills. He really couldn't lick a stamp if he wet his tongue, even though he had a great amateur record. Anyway, we'll open up this clip with Muhammad Ali with Rudy Clay first. Well, uh, we don't know if we can stand another Clay on the boxing scene, but I'm ready to make his professional debut as Rudolph Valentino Clay. When do you ten- uh, plan to turn professional, Rudolph? Well, Bob, I plan to turn professional in at least two or three months. Uh-huh. How many amateur fights have you had? Well, I've had 83 amateur fights, mostly around Kentucky and Chicago and New York. I see. 177. What would you, be, what would you be fighting at? What I'll be fighting as a heavyweight. I see. As cash, same as cash. If you want to watch the amateur fights? I've won 77 uh-huh. out of 83. Well, I'm trying. I said, if I fight Sonny... Let's hear Big Man. Well, let me finish. Let me talk. This boy's modest. I'm the greatest. He's not a talker. I'm going to fight Sonny Lister right after I annihilate Henry Cooper. And as soon as I annihilate Henry Cooper, I want that big ugly bear right in, uh, right here on Miami Beach at the Orange Bowl because there's not a place large enough inside the holes. And then after that... You rank yourself number three. And above you, you rank Liston and Patterson. Which would you rather fight and why? Well, to tell you the truth... I would fight Floyd Patterson because Sonny Liston is a much rougher fighter than Patterson. He's a much harder hitter than Patterson. And Sonny Liston, I watched him here in the gym a few months ago when he was here to fight Howard King. And he can hit a guy in the elbows and just about break his arm. But Patterson, he's a good fighter, but I believe in a way he's overrated. Because uh, in a way I believe he's overrated, but if I had to fight either one of them, I would fight Sonny Liston. I mean Patterson. Well, you're all right. I don't know how you found out, but I haven't been working as hard as I should. Uh, I just got through with the Henry Cooper fight, and this regular fighting is pretty tough. But we, uh, me and uh, my trainer here, Angelo Dundee, we have something that we're going to do the last two weeks in London, which will make up for lost time. My campaigning day is over, but as you know, he's starting to pop off, and he has a hunch that he's going to catch me with a good punch, so... We'll see when we get there. In anticipation of the Liston title fight, a louder, more brash Cassius Clay emerged. His legendary braggadocio came out in full force. Clay seemed to always be in the camera's eye. As a master manipulator of the press, Cassius took over his own promotion and even marketed a record album aptly titled, I Am the Greatest. I come to Barry Liston, not to praise him. I'm going to fight Sonny Liston. That is, if he doesn't chicken out, I am the greatest. Mr. Liston is an old man. He's 30 years old. He has no business been in the same ring with me. I'd like to help that poor old man. I want to give him lessons, boxing lessons, talking lessons. I'll teach him anything. But since he's going to fight me, what he needs most is falling us. <laughs> he can't fight. I watched him shadow boxing. And his shadow won. <laughs> I can picture my fight with old man Listen, I will step into the rain, looking like a beautiful movie star. <laughs> Start swinging. <laughs> 
the word around town is that the, the publicity you've been getting recently uh, out of New York and here is that, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a little different from... Well, I hate people, before. you know, right. all that kind of stuff. Right. Boy, do I act like I hate anybody? No, I what have I ever done wrong? Is <laughs> tell all of the people out there who betting on Sonny that all of them are going to lose their money and get to the fight early because I might get him in one. Cassius Sonny Liston said that you should be arrested for impersonating a fighter. He said you should be turned over his knee and spanked. Do you think he means all these things, or maybe this is just a gag to sell more tickets? Well, Jim, I've been down here in Miami training for the past three and a half years. I've been boxing 12 years in all. I've been predicting and popping off, and I'm actually really tired of talking. I'm through talking. All the talking is over. I only have uh, a few days now before the rumble, and Sonny Liston is popping off his mouth and making all of these way-out statements, and I'm going to put an end to it February 25th, and, and, and I don't have to convince nobody now that I am great. They all know it because they're paying $250 for a seat, and I'm sure the house will be sold out, and now I'm willing to back up all all of my talk. I'm just tired of talking. The greatest, of course, of all time, of talking about Muhammad Ali and, of course, his brother Rudy Clay changed his name to Rock My Ali. I remember we were together in Atlantic City a few years ago. Man, man, a few years ago, maybe about 15 now. We were at some party, and he says to me, he goes, do you remember me? And I said, no, I don't remember you. And I didn't remember him. You know, when you don't remember somebody, I just don't remember people's names. You know what I mean? Their faces, yes, but their names, not really. I'm not a cop anymore. I don't have to remember names. Anyway, bottom line is I bungled his name, and I told him, I said, yeah, I remember you, Ernie Shavers. And that was Rachman, Rachman Ali. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211, straight up. We'll be uh, bringing in the Godfather, the retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Hall of Famer himself. Right after the break, I'm talking about Mr. Larry Merchant. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. When the night has come and the land is dark and the Okay, you can drop the music down now. We're bringing, it's time to bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. And Larry, my first question is for you. Do you have any idea who that is singing? No. That's Cassius Clay back in 1963. That song actually <laughs> charted. It was a cover of Stand By Me, the Benny King song. Of course, Benny King, I think, was with the Grifters originally. Wasn't he? I guess... I guess Larry was into that music. Bottom line is, the Godfather's in the house. How are you this morning, sir? Well, now that I've heard Ali singing, I'm I'm even higher than usual. <laughs> well, um, you know, when I listen, I've listened to all the heavyweight champions sing. Joe Frazier sang, Larry Holmes sang, uh, Jimmy Ellis sang, Jimmy Ellis sang one time, and I was stuck in the front row. I didn't want to get up and embarrass him, but it was pain. It was painful. Anyway, we'll just leave it at that, and I think Ali was the best. Um, life treating you okay? Week like six or seven now of the quarantine. Well, I'm I'm treating it okay. I'll put it that way. Uh, we're somewhere between the kind of place you wouldn't want to live with a densely packed and the kind of place you would uh, want to flee to to get away. So we're okay. We're used to... Um, being a little housebound, uh, yesterday our kids and grandkids came over and played in our backyard and, uh, keeping a distance as, as much as we can. 
and um, trying to survive. Um, Rocky Marciano retired today in 1956. Of course, born Rocco Francis Marchagiano on September 1st, 1923. Died uh, via a, a plane crash in 1969, I think August 31st to be exact. Um, what, are your, what are your memories of him? And, and of course, I always I sort of chuckle about the fact, and I'll bring it up again, that he buried like supposedly a buried a million dollars. Nobody knows where it went. Well, what do I think of Rocky Marciano? I I saw his fight with Archie Moore mm -hmm. at Yankee Stadium when uh, Moore, who was basically a a light heavyweight, but had to make a living often. Uh, by fighting heavyweights because light heavyweights didn't want any part of him. Um, and he knocked Marciano down and uh, with a perfectly placed uh, right hand. Uh, and then, but Marciano got up, and as Marciano would, he just kept on coming and coming and coming and just taking the incoming, but but shooting out that right hand, and uh, eventually he stopped uh, Archie Moore in the ninth or tenth round, something like that. Uh, I also interviewed Marciano a couple of times, uh, once in New York before a fight and uh, in a hotel room, and once in Florida where he was involved in promoting a new hotel mm -hmm. uh, after he had retired. And I, I found him very likable, very straightforward. Um, probably the son of immigrants, or the grandson of immigrants, um, and was, uh, you know, after Dempsey in the in the twenties, the the, ne the next uh, all-out aggressive heavyweight champion. The, the uh, one of the models for, were along with Fraser and Tyson, um, figures who became uh, beloved and respected in their own way. You, you know, I dog him for burying the money, but let's be honest, the banks failed during his lifetime, and he probably didn't want to see that happen again. Well, I, I, that's that's a good point. It's, it's possible that... Uh, his parents or grandparents uh, lost money in the Great Depression, or perhaps the banks sold them in uh, in Italy mm -hmm. um, during the during the bad times. Um, and so, yes, it's true that a lot of immigrants, uh, you know, tried to hide the money in their uh, in their beds. <laughs> as a as a policeman, I, I went into a few houses where people had passed away, and we we found money in in funny places, and and it's just people hide money in all kinds of different places. I don't want to get into it, but they just do. Uh, back to Marciano. Uh, didn't box much. Went into the army in 1943. Of course, during World War II, didn't want to do KP, so he asked if he could uh, box, and that sort of started it. And of course, he just discharged in 1946. Got hooked up with some fight people at night in Chicago, and before you knew it, he was on his way to becoming the Brockton uh, Blaster. Brockton Bob. What, what was his nickname? Uh, 
I don't I remember. suppose there are a number of nicknames, but uh, I don't recall any that stuck. Um, he was just Marciano. And uh, Rocky, I mm-hmm. guess um, one, of the, one of the original Rocky, Rocky Marciano. Um, and, you know, one of those really hard guys uh, from the Depression era and uh, who could uh, take it and give it. March 1st, 1948, New York's Golden Gloves Tournament of Champions. He was a, on the short end of an unpopular split decision to Coley Wallace. Of course, that would have been for the, the championship. That was his last amateur fight, his last loss. We'd go 49 0, 43 KOs. Um, did he beat everybody there was to beat at his time? I don't recall, recall that he ever ducked anyone. Um, after he retired, um, there, well, I, I'm not sure how he brushed along in the, um, uh, Patterson era, um, whether Patterson had gone away by that time, um, or he, or Marciano had retired before Patterson came on the scene. Patterson was an Olympic uh, medalist in 1952. Mm-hmm. Yep. I believe it was. Yes, sir. Um, but Marciano had an impact, and for the many Italian immigrants in the country, um, he was their Joe Lewis. There had, many, there had been many uh, excellent fighters of, of Italian backgrounds, Um but here he came, you know, and, and, you know, the other Rockies, Rocky Graziano uh, and, and others, uh, and to win the heavyweight championship of the world, as something I didn't realize until much later, was a very big deal uh, among Italian Im- immigrant families. <clears throat> the Italians were definitely in their athletes, as I tell you, when, Bruno San Martino, the wrestler, the famed Italian wrestler, when he lost his title to Ivan Koloff after 11 and a half years, people had heart attacks, and they actually had over 25 ambulance calls to the Madison Square Garden for people either fainting or having coronary issues after Bruno lost. I kid you not. Well, they also had Joe DiMaggio, who was the great player of the 30s during the Great Depression. Uh, so the Italian Italian immigrants and their sons and grandsons had started to uh, make an impact in the sports scene. How was he able to hustle his autograph like he was? I mean, what made him so special? I mean, seriously, because he would have these shows all by himself, this, like the Civic Auditorium here in San Francisco. He'd rent the entire Civic Auditorium to hold like 10,000 people, and like 1,500, 2,000 people would come up and get their autograph on him, and he'd make bank. Um, well, DiMaggio was very, uh, you know, he tried to to cash in on on the name DiMaggio, mm-hmm. and apparently he did. Um, I once talked to DiMaggio about trying to do a book on him, and um, he said he'd been asked so many times, and he had refused on every every occasion. 
I, I felt that he was, um, uh, that he felt um, that it would be more about uh, Marilyn Monroe and his outside mm-hmm. activities than about his ball playing abilities. Um, but whatever, he was a gigantic figure in his times. Songs were written about him, and he was a truly great ball player. And you know, he was the only guy that I ever choked with in my entire life. I choked at a funeral one time and didn't speak up when I should have spoke up. But I had Joe DiMaggio one-on-one at the Bay Meadows Racetrack in the Turf Club. And I, he said hello to me first. And I didn't say, I said hello to him back. And I sort of froze and just, I said to myself later, I was kicking myself in the car, like banging my head against the window. Bang, bang, bang. You had the opportunity of a lifetime, you idiot, and you blew it. Yeah, well, I had a few occasions like that as a young journalist. I was in awe of some uh, figures uh, that had been prominent when I was growing up. You know, what's funny is that I remember the the late Jack Fisk, the born Jacob Finkelstein, of course, a Hall of Famer himself, San Francisco Chronicle for over 40 years. And and he he talked to me about DiMaggio and, and the fact that DiMaggio actually was one of the smartest businessmen he had ever encountered in his life. And, and when I, when I said to him, how smart? And he said, well, he was, Joe told a friend of mine that he was worth about $25 million. So if he's worth $25 million in the, in, in the 1970s, that's a lot of money. Nineteen, not 19, by 1970, he was long gone from baseball. He, he retired in the, I don't know, I want to say the early 50s. Yeah, uh, uh, from baseball, but he was one of those players in a team game um, who who was worth more to the ball club and to the organization uh, than he could be paid because it was, because it was a team game. People went to see DiMaggio play, and. Um, he often kind of resented that people made a lot of money off of him. And uh, when he retired, um, he did become the number one guy on the auto- autographing trail and refused to sign anything except uh, a, a, something on a flat piece of paper because he didn't want to be signing things that people were going to then go and sell, you know, like gloves or bats or whatever. Um, and so he was, uh, he was a, a business after he retired because so many people wanted a part of him. I remember he had that, he had that, uh, that Mr. Coffee hustle. He was Mr. Coffee. Well, that was just years. the thing he was promote, promoting, marketing uh, uh, on television in the early days and became uh, an iconic ad. I can recall as a child in the subways of New York seeing pictures of DiMaggio uh, in, 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 the, in the subway cars uh, smoking camel cigarettes. Um, wow. which I, I, even as a child, I thought that was odd because I didn't think cigarettes were good for you even back then. <laughs> but I realized that uh, it was a way of him uh, making money. 
Straight up, Larry Mertz is our guest. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, of course, April 26, 2020. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Stay tuned. After the break, more with the retired HBO Godfather. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy esports app for player props, and they are currently offering contests for CSGO, Dota, and League of Legends matches. Choose five over-under props for a player's stats to build your lineup. The riskier your choices, the more your selection is worth. They've already awarded over $1.2 million, so rack up the most points for your chance to share the prize pool. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Use the promo code AI at sign up today for an instant free $10 credit. That's Thrive Fantasy with the promo code AI. Come prop up now. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Everyone says, I wish I was in your shoe, I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe don't know the tenth of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. 
Iron Mike Tyson, former heavyweight champion of the world, retired 50 and 6 of 44 KOs. I bring him up because he's talking about wanting to come back and do three or four, three or four round exhibition fights. I kid you not. I guess he wants to get paid for it. He's not talking about doing it for free. Larry, how good was Mike Tyson on a scale of 1 to 10? I mean, what were, what were, obviously his attributes were boxing, and boxing were his power, but he, there was more to him than just be out powerful, wasn't he? Well, I, I... I'm not sure how to answer that question, Pedro. Uh, he was uh, an excitement in boxing. He came along at a time when we were hearing more about um, hip-hop in the inner cities with uh, hip-hop and music and so forth. And I think he was reflective of what was going on because he himself had come from the inner city of Brooklyn, um, a kid with a lot of problems, uh, went to reform school, etc., and uh, came out as a uh, as a champion. Um, and in that moment in time, uh, he he marked his time uh, with a very few fights in his early twenties because uh, by the time he was beaten by Buster Douglas, he still was only 23, I think. Uh, and after that, it was a long uh, slide down, but uh, the, the, the upward climb was uh, watched by America, and uh, there hadn't been anybody with that uh, style since, since Joe Fraser about 30 years before. Um, who had reached the top, and um, he captured he 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 captured uh, the attention of uh, the whole world. I remember being at at Wembley Stadium in London for a big for a championship fight, a heavyweight championship fight, and some kids recognized me from television and asked me. Um, about the heavyweight division, and at that time uh, Tyson was still in his around his fifteenth professional fight, and I said, "Well, I think Mike Tyson is the best one out there right now." So it was it was vivid to a lot of people, and uh, one interesting uh, factoid uh, is that Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, who was a renowned boxing historian and had been recognized in his time as the as the Babe Ruth of of handball and uh everyone who wanted to have some historical perspective on fighters would call Jimmy Jacobs um and he called me one day and said I want to show you something and I went up to the offices where he worked and he showed me a collage of Mike Tyson in their in their little studio, and um, said, "What do you think?" And I took that collage over to Seth Abraham, who ran HBO Sports, and said, "Why don't we follow this kid and see what happens to him?" We had never done anything like that. There were so many good fighters out there 
who were established, but we took him before he had really gotten anywhere. And um, so he had a very big run-up, and the expectations gradually built in his as it, his style was so crowd friendly, and eventually he got the shot and became the youngest heavyweight champion and a phenomenon. <clears throat> Hardest thing in the world is to stay on top. It, it just is. Uh, it, 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 whether you're a, a race car driver or whether you're a professional boxer, it's hard to stay on top. Ali sort of um, sort of uh, had a little premonition he wasn't going to last all that long. He did last three years. Of course, his last successful fight in that first run was August of 1989 when he knocked out Carl the Truth Williams, made a liar out of him, I think, in 93 seconds, made a believer out of Michael Spinks in 91 seconds. So up to that point, Mike Tyson was everything. Then he went to Japan, of course. Then the most pivotal moment, the most seminal moment, I think, in the HBO sports, and, and I think you'll agree with me here, Larry, was when – when your broadcast partner, Jim Lampley, said, quote, Mike Tyson has been knocked out. And it was just, I mean, that was just mind-blowing. Right. It was a, a brilliant uh, statement by Jim um, because it didn't, you didn't need to dramatize it. Um, first of all, everyone who, who saw it, saw it. He was mm-hmm. knocked out. And there was nothing you, more you can say then at that time, Mike Tyson has been knocked out, and that was around went around the world in in minus seconds, um, and s- stunned the world. But um, that kind of fighter doesn't n- normally have a long uh, career, but ser- a long career on the top, but. Certainly, Mike Tyson um, had a very short career when you look back at it, in which he was on the top. But um, connecting all the dots and all the stars, uh, so somehow he became a uh, an iconic figure of his time, and uh, and and remains. Uh, a, a figure of his time, even though his time was relatively short. I know you and Lampley were the hottest TV team, no doubt about that, Harold Letterman and maybe Roy Jones and Emmanuel Stewart and that kind of good stuff, but we had a team running, myself, Al Bernstein, and Mills Lane. We thought we were pretty, I mean, we thought we were pretty hot back in then, and Mills Lane, of course, was the referee that had the bite fight with Evander Holyfield. So I'm sitting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, after doing a show with Mills, and we're sitting in this bar, and he's drinking, and I'm not. He had a glass of wine. And I said to him, I said, you know, what are you? Why, why did you allow Mike Tyson to bite him a second time? I said, wasn't biting him on the ear first time, the first time enough to disqualify him? And he got all ticked off and got up and basically took his glass of wine and left. He never answered that. What did you think of that, Godfather? Do you think he should have disqualified him the first time? Good Lord, he bit the guy in the ear. Uh well, I can understand from the referee's point of view that this is so astonishing. You didn't know how much damage it had done the first time. You'd probably never seen anything like it, in, in, no matter how many thousands of fights you had uh, covered. And um, so he didn't st- 
stop it the first time, and I get that. And the second time, he did stop it. And um, um, I don't think he was wrong in that sequence. Okay, so he let it go, and it added another couple of minutes onto the fight, a little bit more intrigue, and of course the the second bite. And when when he spit Holyfield's ear out there on the canvas, I said to myself, "This is something I've, I, you know, I've been Godfather. You've seen more than I, but that was something that was absolutely. I don't, I don't even know know what word to, to associate with that. I was just absolutely well, astonished. It was, it was a kind of of he, he got beaten the first time by Holyfield. And Holyfield was roughhousing him and staying on the inside and not, not fearful for a minute or a second and kept coming and, and, and hanging with him. And Holyfield could box and bang on the inside and he could take a punch. And uh, he was being, he was roughhousing, uh, the roughhouser in that fight and he was, in other words, there's an old wartime saying, uh, you break the enemy down at his strongest point, and then everything else will collapse. And Holyfield broke uh, Tyson down in their first fight uh, and stopped him, I think, in around the 11th round. Mm-hmm. And when Tyson saw, felt, knew, uh, early in the second fight, that the same thing was going to happen or something like it, he he applied street a kind of street justice. You know, you 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 beat the guy any way you can. You pick up anything you find in the street and hit him with it. Um, so uh, he just lost it because he was losing, and um, again. And that was, uh, if not the beginning of the end of Tyson, it was certainly uh, close to the end of the end of Tyson. You know, when he when he lost to guys, you know, like Danny Williams, and I was there for his last fight against Kevin McBride, he had absolutely no fire. And I remember I said to him, I said, you know, some people think you haven't had it since since the Carl the Truth Williams fight. And he goes, was that in '89? And I said, yeah. And he said, right after the McBride fight, he goes, yeah. He goes, I haven't had it since 89. People should know that. I mean, he admitted it right then and there. And he realized that he was like a reasonable, reasonable facsimile of himself once he got out of jail. He wasn't the same guy that went in. Right. How could he be? But, um, well, he had the mentality coming out of where he came from uh, to want to uh, – rise up in the sky um he he didn't have the kind of uh inner need to stay up in the sky um guy you know holyfield did um uh, maybe lennox lewis did in his own way um and they went to training camp they trained they were professional mm-hmm. fighters, and the hardest thing for a professional fighter is once you've reached the top of the mountain uh, to stay there because everyone's going to take shots at you and um, because it's going to require you 
to train in a way um, that belies your present standing. You've made a lot of money. Everybody wants wants to be in your shadow. Um, how can you just go out there and train like like you did when you were a younger man? Well, that's why we have so few long-term <laughs> champions. Um, and but he had this kind of short, fiery career, and it um, you know blew up the planet. No doubt about that. Tyson Mania was uh, tune in real quick, folks. Cause this one's getting over real fast. Godfather, you have a wonderful week. Say hello to the God Mama for me. I wish you the best. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay all that kind of good stuff, and enjoy your drives on the coast. That's where I find my freedom. I go out to the coast. I drive on the uh, on the coast up here in Northern California. So it makes me feel good. All right. Have a good day, Pedro. Take care, sir. The retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant himself. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, hour number one of two live today on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio on Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, as well as SB Nation Sports. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of Sports Byline. I like them pride. And when they walk, no, they don't a crowd. Say, you got to have a mother for me. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 That's 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and
Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. You know, it's my theory that if Don King was born rich and white, uh, he'd be Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump was born uh, poor and black, he'd be Don King. Godfather Larry Merchant, telling it like it is on number 45, talking about El Presidente, Donald Trump, and of course, the Donald, his buddy Don King. Straight up, it was a weekend of boxing. That's right, boxing came back for us in Nicaragua. Want to give those guys some props? I don't know. They had social di- How can you have social distancing at a boxing match? That doesn't, doesn't sound too right to me. But Rosendo Alvarez, the former 108-pound champion, 112-pound champion, bottom line is he gave Ricardo Lopez hell on a couple of occasions. Um, Ricardo Lopez considered probably the best of all the fighters, pound for pound, he just said he fought at 105 and 108 pounds, and nobody can really appreciate that. At least I can. I really can't appreciate a guy fighting at 105. Just can't do it. I'll give Ricardo all kinds of props. Duran told me one time, I heard Duran say that he thought Ricardo Lopez was super special. I did too, but he was fighting guys who were basically midgets. So, in hour number two, upcoming, hour number two, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, SB Nation Sports, sportsbyline.com, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. I keep going and going, but the bottom line is hour number two. We'll delve into the world of Roberto Duran. We'll check in some more Muhammad Ali, but we'll check out Roberto Duran. We'll hear from him in 1972, the day after he won the championship in June of 1972. Of course, knocking out Ken Buchanan in the 11th round, but this was the the emergence of Manos de Pietra, hands of stone, Mr. Roberto Duran. So that and hour number two. Also delve into the world of uh, watches, and, 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 wait, I'm not done. We'll also talk USC in hour number two. So you can stack this up. In fact, I'll open up the toll-free if you'd like. You can join us on the toll-free if you'd like, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. I've got a couple texts here on the no commitment, no commitment text line. You can text us here in the studios. That's right, the studios. Not actually the studios. Where am I? I'm on part, I'm in parts unknown. Broadcasting parts unknown. The studio text line, one. 415-275-1613. 415-275-1613. Once again, the studio text line, 1415-275-1613. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide for April 26, 2020. This is the early edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number one. Hour number two, upcoming after the news. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of Sports Byline.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. Unemployment around the United States near a 50-year low before the coronavirus struck will now surge to over 16% by September as the economy withers under the impact of the outbreak, according to the Congressional Budget Office. That would far exceed the hit to the labor market during the Great Recession when the jobless rate peaked at 10%. Unemployment likely will remain in double digits into the end of 2021. The CBO's forecast underscores the pandemic's devastating impact to the economy. The nation's gross domestic product, the total value of goods and services, is expected to plunge at an annualized rate of over 40% between April and June before rebounding the second half of next year. More than 26 million Americans have applied for unemployment benefits in a little more than a month. The nation's unemployment rate, now around 15%, could eventually approach 20%. This is USA Radio News. So I don't know if you saw this, but there's just this big study about anxiety among us. Really interesting in this study about what can keep us up at night. One of the top stressors out of all the things to worry about is paying for health care. A huge majority of us say we're worried about that. It's totally understandable. But there's an affordable alternative to health insurance. It's MediShare. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and it has worked beautifully for more than 25 years. And not only do people save lots of money, they get access to a huge network of doctors. They get to take advantage of 24-7 live access online where they can talk to a doctor and even get prescriptions. And of course, there is the savings. With MediShare, the typical family saves $500 a month. That can help you sleep easier, too. There's a lot to love about it. No wonder it's grown so much. Here is the number to find out more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-B-I-B-L-E. 833-34-BIBLE. Dr. Stephen Hahn, the Food and Drug Administration Commissioner, announced during the White House Coronavirus Task Force briefing that the organization has now approved the first at-home COVID-19 test kit. This is a test where, under certain circumstances with a doctor's supervision, a test can be mailed to a patient, and the patient can perform the self-swab and then mail it back and get the results after that time, all under the guidance of a licensed physician. Governors criticized Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, the Republican from Kentucky, for saying this week he would prefer states be able to declare bankruptcy rather than provide hundreds of billions of dollars in relief as state and local government revenue continues to dry up. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, a Democrat, called McConnell's suggestion outrageous and incredibly dangerous. And Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, a Republican and co-chair of the National Governors Association, said he thought McConnell probably would regret making that comment. This is USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at umove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam signed an executive order pushing back local elections scheduled for May 5th until May 19th. The two-week period is the longest he is constitutionally allowed to delay an election without action from the state's General Assembly. Northam said at a news conference, if you plan to vote in that election, I strongly encourage you to vote absentee by mail. Earlier this week, the House of Delegates passed a motion to postpone the election until November, but the state Senate did not agree. 
Legendary quarterback Tom Brady admitted to a series of comedic missteps around his new home in Tampa, Florida, including breaking and entering and trespassing. Brady, who recently signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after two decades with the New England Patriots, called himself out for walking into a stranger's home and being at a park against stay-at-home orders. Brady was set to meet with Bucks offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich, but accidentally visited the coach's next-door neighbor, David Kramer. Brady just let himself in, and Kramer had this to say to TMZ. Am I in the wrong house? And then I said, like, who are you looking for? And he said, is this Byron's house? Right then and there, my body just clicked. Tom Brady is in my house. By the time I could get my composure, he was like, oh, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Grabs his bags and just is gone. Brady was also caught earlier this month working out at a Tampa park, which had been closed to fight the spread of the coronavirus. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With national programming service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call national programming service Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live worldwide your inside look into combat sports yeah brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization how about that and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history let's get him let's get him hard pedro fernandez better grab me quick before my knees give way Namas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35 make that 36 plus years now of radio presence, often imitated but <laughs> hardly duplicated, straight up, we're talking boxing, MMA for the next hour, of course, live here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, Satellite Radio, and of course, we've added some new stations on the SB Nation Sports Network, so I wanted to mention that, straight up. We're talking boxing. In this hour, I'll bring you some more Muhammad Ali. People love it when I bring you Ali, and I love to bring you Ali. Of course, Ali, the greatest orator, I thought, of the 20th century, regardless of uh, be it politics or sports or anything like that, outside of John F. Kennedy maybe and Martin Luther King and, I don't know, FDR. I don't know who's a better speaker than Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay was in his prime. So we'll hear about Muhammad Ali from 1992, he and Howard Gosell uh, celebrating his 50th birthday party. But, wait, I'm not done. We'll also delve into the world of Roberto Duran. 
hands of stone. Manu Stipietro, the greatest fighter I think I've ever seen in my life. I've seen Ali fight. I've seen a lot of great fighters, but I just think that pound for pound, nobody was ever better than Roberto Duran. Of course, a champion from 135 pounds, 147 pounds, 154 pounds, and 160 pounds. He was a man of four divisions. He beat guys who were bigger than him and 10 years old, younger than him. Bottom line was nobody was greater than Roberto Duran, in my opinion. So we'll hear about Roberto Duran this hour. We're also delving into the world of watches a little bit later in the show. We have open phone lines all around the planet. You can join me if you like. 1-800-878-7529. as 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free no-commitment text line, the number 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Hey, Barbie, this one's for you. You're tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Because you can't fall up, you just fall Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention self-employed individuals, 1099 independent contractors, and small business owners. If you missed the first round of funding from the Coronavirus Relief Program, you now have a second chance. But do not delay. Funds are limited and you need to take action right now. Thanks to new federal funding, you can receive an advance of up to $10,000 deposited directly into your bank account without ever talking to a bank. We're SBAQuick.com, and we're here to help. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 to speak with a representative and learn if you or your small business qualify for funding. There's no obligation and no banks to deal with, so don't miss this opportunity. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. That's 888-SBA-NOW-8 or visit SBAQuick.com. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober and... All it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Are you or someone you love one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? 
Every person's experience with Parkinson's is unique, and for many patients and families, that can be one of the most challenging aspects. The Michael J. Fox Foundation built a guide to help. Visit michaeljfox.org slash pd360 to download the Parkinson's 360, a guide for navigating the disease. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org slash pd360. Visit today. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Thank you, Pedro. You want to run tomorrow? I'll be right. You going to run tomorrow morning? Yeah, 5.30. Sunday. I'm leaving tomorrow at 10. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, babe. Okay. Why do you guys play that tape when Ray Leonard embarrassed me so bad running like that? Why do you guys do that to me each and every week? Ah, that was painful. Anyway, bottom line is the greatest athlete I've ever, ever run with or been around. I'm talking about Ray Charles Leonard. Now, his nemesis, of course, was Roberto Duran, the man with the hands of stone. In 1968, Roberto Duran turned professional when Lyndon Baines Johnson, Lyndon Johnson, was still president of the United States. I kid you not. Of course, he retired in 2001. But along the way, he first won a lightweight championship in June of 1972, knocking out Ken Buchanan in the 11th round, pushing his record to 29-0. This is Roberto the day after the fight. Roberto, that was a pretty rugged fight you had last night. Uh, how do you feel? Dice que es una buena pelea que hiciste anoche. ¿Cómo te sientes? Bueno, me siento muy contento. No me siento estropeado como se debe de sentir Bucana. He said he feels very proud of being the champ. He said he's also glad that he's not beaten, you know, his body physically. And he knows that probably Buchanan is, but it's just part of the game. Well, uh, you know, you were going up against a pretty good champion, uh... But you predicted that you would win in nine rounds, and it took you 13. What, uh, what happened? Dice que tú peleaste con un buen campeón y que tú dijiste que lo iba a noquear en nueve y lo noqueaste en trece. ¿Qué pasó? Bueno, no lo pude noquear porque no presentó pelea en, en ningún asalto y se la pasó, fue huyendo, por eso fue que no lo pude noquear. He said that Buchanan did most of the running. He didn't present no fight. You know, he had seen Buchanan fight before, and he's, you know, rugged with the other guys, and he felt that eventually he'll do with him, and he didn't. And that's why he didn't knock him out, you know, earlier. I believe there's talk now of a rematch uh, later on. Uh, how do you think you're going to make out there? Dice que si hay una revancha, ¿cuál es tu opinión respecto a la revancha? Bueno, que la revancha lo voy a poner a dormir más rápido esta vez. He said, in a return match, I'll make him sleep faster. Looking back on the fight, uh, Roberto, what, uh, what was the quality? What do you think it was that made you win? Dice que, ¿qué fue lo que te hizo a ti ganar la pelea anoche? El corazón. Esto fue lo que me hizo ganar la pelea. Dice, his heart. Y los puños. Tratan esto, ahí esto. He said, as long as he can use his hand, he will always eat. So his hand and his heart made him win last night. Bueno, que yo le doy, este, estoy un poquito nervioso. Y que yo anoche peleé para todo el todos los latinos, porque ese título es de nosotros, los latinos. Y estoy muy agradecido al señor Teddy Brenner por ver firmado a Bucana. No sé cómo agradecerle. Thank you. <laughs> 
Thanks to all the Latino people and, of course, the Madison Square Garden matchmaker, Mr. Teddy Brenner. That was Roberto Duran, of course, as I said, what, in June of 1972. But wait, it wasn't that long. A little bit later in the year, he loses a decision over 10 rounds in a non-title fight to 32-1 Esteban De Jesus. Of course, he would come back and wreck De Jesus, not wreck De Jesus, the Puerto Rican champion, not once but twice in rematches, of course, and then move up. It wouldn't lose again until 1980. Of course, I'm talking about the Nomas fight against Ray Charles Leonard down there in New Orleans. Now, people have come to me over the years and said, you know, you know people in Duran's camp. What happened that night? Was it all about him eating a couple of steaks and he couldn't continue? Well, the bottom line was Roberto wasn't in the condition he should have been in that night. I mean, the fight really wasn't competitive. And, of course, Leonard, smart negotiator, no doubt about that. Mike Trainer, I told you how he... How he sent a guy down to Panama and saw Roberto uh, working in a salsa band on stage, like around 200 pounds with his gut hanging out. And he said to him, and the guy comes back and tells Mike Trainer, who's calling the shots for Ray Leonard, he tells him, you know, Duran's fat as a pig. So so Mike Trainer says, oh, okay, then let me see. Let's see. Duran got a million dollars for the first one. I'll offer him eight and a half million dollars for this one. But he's got to be ready in six weeks. And I don't think he can be ready in six weeks. He's going to kill himself to get ready by by the weight. So anyway, that's what happened. Duran made the weight by the hair on his chinny chin chin, of course, at 147 pounds, and then he would perform miserably. It didn't have much snap on his punch. Of course, Leonard running around that 24 foot square ring. Another smart tactical detail uh, detail of the fight that not a whole lot of people realize, but a 24 foot square ring. Wow. Four square feet bigger than an average ring. Straight up, it was like boxing somebody in your backyard. You couldn't catch them, let alone engage them. I just couldn't do it. Ray was dictating the action, of course, moving around, running around that New Orleans ring. And, of course, in the eighth round, Roberto Duran would say, no mas, or essentially, no more. No mas boxe. He didn't want to fight anymore. He can't blame him at this point in time, according to Roberto. As he said that, you know. Ray Leonard knew that he wasn't in the greatest shape and that Ray Leonard was making moves on him. And he felt that it was a chance that if he were to continue, he might have got knocked out. So in other words, in order to preserve his legacy and set up the third fight, Roberto says, you know, let me bow out now and we'll make it a third time. But, during, but Leonard, of course, my buddy, my running partner, my training partner down there for the Leonard Hearns rematch in 1989, we spent better the better part of almost two weeks together, 11 days down there in West Palm Beach, Florida, training in the gym, of course, and running in the mornings. And I told you how he would, he ran like an antelope. That's the only way I could, I, I can't describe a cheetah. No, he's faster than a cheetah. He ran like an antelope. He was amazing. The most amazing athlete I've ever been around as far as athletics are concerned. Yes, maybe there were, there were greater fighters. And I think the greater fighter was Roberto Duran. And how I do I think this? I'm not alone in this, this opinion. Um, when I, in 1984, Roberto just got, beat by Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns knocked him out in two rounds. Of course, it was a bit of a surprise, but not when you looked at their size, seeing Tommy was six foot one and Roberto was five foot seven and really not in good shape. Okay, another fight where Roberto didn't show up in good shape. In other words, Roberto had a propensity to get fat in between fights. And when he got fat in between fights, all he had to do, he had to diet. And he's a miserable guy to be around when he's dieting and training at the same time. So anyway, he didn't get himself together for a couple, three fights. But then he comes back, of course, and he fights Davey Moore. Before that, it was Pepino Cuevas. But first, it was Davey Moore for the junior middleweight championship. He takes care of him in Madison Garden, Square Garden. TKO's him in eight rounds. Should have stopped it a little bit earlier. Then he steps up, fights Marvin Hagler, the most invincible man on the planet. The man to destroy Thomas Hearns in three rounds in the war, of course, in 1985. But here it is. 
Roberto Duran taking care of business, man. Roberto Duran going 12 rounds, leading after 12 rounds, going 15 and losing a decision to Marvin Hagler. But wait, he wasn't done. He comes back in 1989, the age of 37 years old, and beats, guess who? Iran Barkley, the guy that knocked out Tommy Hearns. So when you look at it, you look at the round robin of all this kind of stuff, Duran really was the pound-for-pound better fighter. And back to that 1984 uh, Duran-Hearns fight, Sugar Ray Robinson, considered by most people the greatest fighter in the history of boxing, you know, the pound-for-pound king, all that kind of good stuff. Of course, born Walker Smith Jr. Um, I had some time with him in 1984, June of 1984, before and after the Hearns-Duran fight. And even after Durante got knocked out so brutally in that second round by that, that, that pulverizing right hand, Ray says to me in his dressing room, not in his dressing room, in his hotel room across from me at the Aladdin Hotel, and he's wearing a, a pink shower cap and a pink bathrobe. Sort of cool. Anyway, I like pink. Anyway, that was his color. That was Ray Robinson's color. So anyway, Ray's telling me that the history will look at Roberto Durant as a greater fighter than he will Tommy Hearns. And he might look at... At, at, at history might look at Roberto Duran as a greater fighter than Sugar Ray Leonard, since he was able to move up in weight and beat Sugar Ray Leonard at 147 pounds. You have to realize that this is a big, big jump from 135 to 147 pounds is a huge jump. I thought I was so cool walking around like 144 pounds. I said to myself, ah, I'll just fight at 147. Yeah, I got to look like a stamp. Guy should have been, Ernie Chavez, of course, went on to fight Meltzer Taylor as a pro. He should have been arrested for domestic violence that day. He beat me up in Las Vegas in the National Golden Glove Championships. I'm telling you, he just he should have. It was just, but he was too big. He was just. I mean, I, he was just. I mean, and, that, and that's what you have to realize about Duran. And that's what made me realize that Duran was really, you know, that Ray that Ray Robinson wasn't kidding. Duran truly was a great fighter because I tried to move up and wait, and I could be, you know, so so guys at 147. I went down the valley and beat up a bunch of guys down there in the valley. Um, but you know, world class 147 pounders, they were too big and they hit too hard. Plus, Ernie Chavez was a, was a, a southpaw, something I wasn't quite ready for, being a southpaw myself. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Hugh Lewis with the Tower of Power horns of the break, baby. It's as simple as that. You go to work for God all day. At the end of the week, you collect your You pay your bills the best that you can, but the rising cost sure hurts a family man. Yes, it does. While the rich man gets better, it's as simple as that. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 
800-593-7491. Call now. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. version of Tower of Power, baby. We're talking soul vaccination. Remember that was the theme song for this uh, show for quite a long time. Bottom line is a rock and roll. Of course, that's part of an album. I think that was on Tower of Power Records. Check it out. It's on the website, towerofpower.com. That was their 1995-1998 live LP, of course, uh, taped here in San Francisco, I think, and Hayward, California, or Sacramento, somewhere. Bottom line is, is a hot album, no doubt about that. Tower of Power live in concert. Now, I bring you back in time to an era where there was one guy talking boxing on TV. There was only one mouth that mattered, the mouth that roared. I'm talking about Howard Cosell, born Howard William Cosell, of course, in 1918. He ruled TV from 1953. And, of course, ABC Radio had graduated or migrated, call it what you want, over to ABC Wide World of Sports. And he was there until 1985. Of course, when we said, when he saw, I think it was Mercury Morris, one of those a fast little black run. He said, look at that little monkey run. He said that on uh, NBC, uh, ABC's uh, Monday Night Football sort of got him fired. But Howard wasn't saying anything. Howard wasn't a racist guy. I didn't think he was a racist guy. The couple of, of encounters that I had with him were both pleasant. He was long in the tooth at that point in time, but they were pleasant, no doubt about that. When I talk with Ali about Cosell, you know, you could just see, I saw him look off because I said, you know, what was Howard like? And he sort of looked off and you could just see the warmth in Ali's eyes when he brought up Howard Cosell. So those two guys, it was a genuine love affair, no matter what you thought. Bottom line is, here is Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali celebrating his 50th birthday party back in 1992. Was he doing anything differently up to the time you hit him from the first fight? Well, Howard Cosell, 
he what he was doing was uh this fella making all this noise is Howard Cosell. What what he was doing, Howard. Good luck. I hope it's not an act. I hope you mean it. If it's an act, just look at my record and see if there have the other fights been acts? Have they been acts? Not so far. Well, what makes you think I'm acting? <laughs> and with that final stage of the act. This is unexpected. I didn't know you would invite me to do this. Oh, hold it. You must be on boxing position and just have a little dance like you're boxing in, in just for one second. I have to time it. And for one second. <laughs> like that, see? Whom would you like to fight and where and when? I'd like to fight whoever you think's the best, the number one man. I'd say he's Zoe Foley. I'm not sure that there's anybody left, really, for you to fight. You. That may come about someday. Thank you for coming so Stay in shape. Are you taking Zara Foley too lightly? Why would you say that? Because every indication has been that you're confident that you can beat Zara. I'm confident I can whoop all of them. This ain't nothing new. My image is being confident. What you're trying to make it look like something new for? I'm always confident I can whoop all of them. You're being extremely truculent. Whatever truculent means, if that's good, I'm that. Well, I tell you, Cosell, I've been taking oxygen because I needed the oxygen. What you will see is I won't need the oxygen tonight. I'm ready. I want you so bad, I just get tired. I, I done made you great in this country, and you still popping off. I want you bad. Wait, let's get the facts straight. I made you. You made Nobody me. Nobody knew you. You made me. I took a poor little kid from Lowerville and, and made me. Let's put Anybody it on the know about you. Anybody who didn't watch football didn't know you. <laughs> Come on, I guess back with the interview now. Number two. The body is now aging. You ready? A shell of what it used to be. The man's beset by fear. What are you going to do to George Foreman? <laughs> <laughs> just said the man's body is not what it used to be. The man is beset by fear. Talking about me. Are you crazy? If I had a lower IQ, I could enjoy your interview. As you said, it was extraordinary. It was still a good fight. Yeah, it was a good but fight. But the soccer fight, how would I dance 12 rounds three years later? I got the films if you don't believe me. I saw it. I called it. Well, you right. thought that fight was no contest. You're not as dumb as you look. Neither are you. And that's saying a lot coming from me. Oh, that's great. What you call Let's it? tell it like it is. Right from the beginning. I'd have made you famous enough. Everywhere I go, you follow me to get your name in the papers and on television. You'd still be stealing bikes in Louisville if it weren't for me. Don't tell people I stole bikes. Everybody's talking about Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. This chumps out there think Joe Frazier can beat me. I'm Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest. I brought to boxing the anchor punch, the ghetto walker, the bull no punch, the Malaysian wall, the double shuffle, the Russian bank, the rope the Opening up the sack. This is live. Split screen. I talk to you, I talk to Frazier. These people will then have a chance to evaluate your courage or lack thereof. You understand? I mean, speaking simple English, I didn't go to school. I don't understand all these big words. You're always coming up with a lot of big words. 
promise you this, and I promise the world, people want to see me slap you, they want to see me do something to you, and I, that's against the law. But I'll tell you what, one of these days, I promise you, the next time you get in the ring agitating with me, I hope you're there on my last fight. I swear I'm going to pull it off. Show the people that you're not the man you was a few years ago. You always said, Muhammad, you're not the man you were 10 years ago, right? Right. Well, I'm going to ask your wife, are you the man you was last year? You'll get a quick answer to that. All of the years, all of the times together, I've enjoyed them. You're a very special man with a very special meaning Thank you. to all of the American people. Thank you. I congratulate you. It's my honor. Your name is Muhammad Ali. All the years, everything past between us it's so hard to believe and so memorable and now it's time to say to you Muhammad God bless you and happy birthday to you you're 50 years old I never thought that could happen not to you but it has and you know something you are exactly who you said you are. You never waver. You are free to be who you want to be. I love you. Cosell makes me cry when he does that. So if I sound a little bit emotional, damn it, Howard, why do you do that? Straight up, Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali, of course, in January of 1992, celebrating Muhammad Ali's 50th birthday party. Of course, Ali and I, would get together and go in 93, of course, the first trip to China, the brawl to Wall, and we went back in 1994, of course, with that, that, debacle, in Mac- that debacle in Macau. Thank God he wasn't there, but he set up the publicity tour. We were there for that. Straight up, Ali going 56-5 and five as a professional fighter. 37 KLs, the only time it was stopped, of course, that treacherous said tragic day october 2nd 1980 of course when he stepped into the ring at caesar's palace and another night in which i went back to my room and wasn't uh emotionally you know mom i just got thrashed i mean i mean we, we probably expected him to lose but nobody expected him to get destroyed by like larry by larry holmes like that can't even talk but nobody can even nobody expected that you know i mean he was he was bigger than life. I mean, this was this was traumatic to everybody involved. I don't think we went out and really had that much of a, a party time because Vegas is always party time. But I think that that night after the Ali fight, and after the Duran fight, when Duran got knocked out by Hearns, yeah, I was in no mood to party. 56 and 5, 37 kills at one stoppage loss. I said to uh, Larry Holmes, one year later, he would take battle 10 rounds with Trevor River. Of course, I think that was over in Kingston, Jamaica. That's when Don King got beat up by the Muslims. Uh, he doesn't want to cop to it, but that's what happened. Don popped off, and a couple of Muslim guys took him aside and said, bang, bang, bang. You ain't in the city. You ain't back in the city. You don't have your bodyguards with you, and of course, you don't have a gun. So they slapped Don King around. But back to Ali. The good times I got to spend with him, and of course, in the Orient especially. I call it the Orient. People say, hey, that's not cool. That's uh, that's, that's, that's not PC. Bottom line is, it is to me. Um, China, Singapore, 
Malaysia, places like that. Of course, Macau. Macau was a Portuguese province back then. But anywhere we went, he was recognized. And I, and I say this time and time again is that we stopped a train. I told her, I told you, Tom, yeah, anyway, we're, we're on a train. We're on this private train going through China. I think we're leaving Guangzhou. We're going to head to Shanghai or Singapore. I forget where we're headed to. Anyway, the bottom line is we're headed somewhere. We got our own private train. We got the own, we got our own train engine. We got our own passenger car. We got our own bathroom car. Okay. Which turned out to be a whole big hole in the middle of the floor. So anyway, that was us on a train. So we're going through China. And, you know, we've been on the train, I guess, about an hour and a half, two hours. And Ali says to me, get him to stop the train somewhere. I said, why? You got to go to the bathroom? He said, no, just get him to stop the train somewhere. Oh, anyway, so I got him to stop the train. And we stopped the train. And there were Chinese people there that didn't have any teeth, that didn't have any telephone, didn't have a toilet, didn't have running water. But guess what? They knew exactly who he was. And for that one lady that fainted, that was, an, um, I wish to God I had a camera. That was probably the most heavy, one of the most heaviest things I've ever seen in my life. She looked at Ali, she touched him, and she fainted. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Stay tuned for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're talking watches, 420 watches on the other side of the break. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The hottest product in the United States right now has to be, can you believe this, marijuana. I kid you not. They have already raised $1.75 billion in taxes just in Colorado alone. So this weed is just taking off. And, of course, as marijuana takes off or as a politically correct term of marijuana is uh, cannabis, as cannabis takes off, Lots of other products are taken off as well. And I came across a cool-ass watch the other day, and I happened to get the guy on the phone, Barry Cohen. Tell me about these four Tony Waldo watches. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. Uh, so <clears throat> I spent, uh, well, several decades in the watch business building a building a watch brand and turned it into a global brand, and that's all well and good, but that was chasing uh, really my own fortunes. In this case, it's a whole new game. Uh, as I exited my other company, I decided that it was time to try to do some good in life, and I see some societal movements I believe in, and I thought, well, maybe I could take the class of trade I work in and find a way to try and support those movements. And in this case, it's the cannabis movement. Um, I think at this stage, we know that uh, cannabis is providing a lot of relief for uh, a wide array of ailments and an enormous number of people. And interestingly, I've come to learn that one of the larger groups of people is veterans, and if they don't deserve our support, who does? So uh, we decided to launch a brand that would support the cannabis movement. The name of the brand is 420 Waldos. So uh, this uh, uh, goes back to the story of how the 420 moniker came to be back in 1971. Uh, with five guys from San Rafael High School that were basically cutting up and having fun every day and would meet at 4.20 in the afternoon in front of their high school on a wall, and they became known as the 420 Waldos. And so we've used that story. There's a whole little backstory there about all they were doing back in the 70s uh, as one of the pillars that the brand stands on. The other two pillars, uh, uh, we've added a very unique illumination system, uh, it's called Visible 247, and this is the highest performing photoluminescence ever created over 15 years in development. Uh, if we get 10 minutes of light on our dials, which are made out of a polymer that includes light-recepting crystals, 
they will glow for at least 10 hours, and we can do that in 22 different colors. Uh, this is a breakthrough in terms of illumination, but it's what got us to come up with our tagline for the brand, which is get lit. So it has uh, sort of a dual entendre, if you will. But the most important element, the third pillar that the brand stands on, is the philanthropic side. And that's the reason for the brand coming to pass in the first place. Uh, we just want to continue to donate to organizations that are working to uh, achieve federal legalization for cannabis for the reasons I just described earlier about the relief it's uh, supplying to a lot of people. And we will donate a chunk of the proceeds, generally from 5 to 20 25%, uh, for every single watch we sell uh, to organizations like the Drug Policy Alliance and Normal that are working uh, to affect that change at the federal level. It just seems absurd that it's uh, still classified as a Class One felony, the equivalent of heroin. So we thought we'd jump into the fray and uh, try and affect some change here uh, using our watches as uh, an agent of change. So there's your long-winded answer. Well, you know, my father's rolling over in his grave because in 1952, they didn't even find him with it. They suspected him of having it. And he spent two and a half years in the California Youth Authority, which is basically uh, San Quentin for kids here in California. Well, that's uh, obviously uh, unfortunate and pretty ridiculous. But, you know, yeah, the times have changed, but, thank goodness. But, Barry, there are still people in jail right now across the country for marijuana, though. Say that again? Sorry. There are, there are still people in jail across this country for marijuana. Yeah, well, that's the type of thing that uh, I think we're seeing it. Uh, I think we've seen it in the state of Washington. I think we're starting to see it in the state of California and maybe Oregon as well, where legalization takes place, and then uh, those that are in political power have gone in and tried to reverse uh, some of the charges for the lesser charges. And I, I think it's you know long overdue. So uh, we're going to work to try and affect this change at the federal law. Uh, with the federal law, and hopefully that'll release a lot more people from prisons that shouldn't be there in the first place. And Barry Cohen's our guest, of course. He's put together these 420 Waldo watches, and they're pretty cool. you got to check them out. What's your website again? Okay, anybody can go look at them at 420waldoswatches.com. So that's uh, 420 is the number, followed by Waldo's, plural, since there were five guys. Watches, plural, since there's about 30 watches in the collection. So www.420waldos.com. You can see the collection, and uh, we can provide a code today if your listeners might want to get a discount. Uh, so if they go in and they put in w 420 they can earn themselves a twenty percent discount on the watches. Are you? Are you? You know, what cracks me up is you can. I've been to Washington D.C., the nation's capital. You can buy weed almost on every corner. I don't mean from the guys on the corner. I mean like there's pot shops everywhere. This is the nation's capital. Yet our federal losses is illegal. That's. It is almost inexplicable, frankly. It's. Uh, it's an age. I think it's a vestige of the 1930s and movies like Reefer Madness. Frankly, you know, there was a, a period in time when. Everybody got uh, up in arms about this, and it's really, it's, I mean, it should be a non-issue, frankly, and that's that's kind of why the, the change is taking place finally some 80 or 90 years later. You know, my my buddy Mort Saul, 91 years old, of course, the, the comedian, satirist, call him what you want, but he's 91 years old. He told me a couple of years ago that when Kennedy, when John Kennedy used to, to uh, smoke those Cuban cigars, that they were half weed and half tobacco, and he rolled his own. Well, that's a new one on me, but uh, 
it's pretty amusing, actually. When you, but that's coming from Mort Saul. Mort, Mort doesn't BS about anything. He's 91 years old. I'm telling you, he's 91 years old. He lets loose on everything. And bottom line is he's, he's a wonderful man. Anyway, at the end of the day, these watches look cool. Somebody said they're going to get me one, so I think that's even better. But the bottom line is give us the website one more time. Sure, happy to do that. And again, I thank you again for having me on to tell people about it. So the brand name is 420 Waldos, and the watches are very reasonably priced and a real uh, a basic design that has a wide appeal. The website, www.420waldoswatches.com. Go there and check out the full array. You can see them glowing in the dark. You can see... Uh, a nice mix of about 30 models, and then take advantage of a discount using W420, and you'll get 20% off any watch. Okay, speaking of 420, I mean, 420 is everywhere now. I, I, I'm just absolutely blown away by the fact that so many uh, commercial entities are getting behind it as well. I mean, it's not like it's not like cannabis is like, in California way, it's mainstream. Yeah, well, it has become that for sure. I mean, I I happened to take a drive up to a dispensary the other day just to check in and see what's happening. And son of a gun, they had a line out front that was uh, 10, 15 cars long. So it's pretty prevalent at this point. And as I said, people are finding relief. And we're in a stressful time. This uh, pandemic we're running through is, is certainly taxing. And I guess it's uh, getting people to get out to their dispensaries more often. But since we, since we can't do what, what has happened in this past several years, which is gatherings of fifteen to 20,000 people in parks uh, mm-hmm. to celebrate today, the annual cannabis holiday, uh, we figured we'd give them an alternative. Instead of going out to the park, pick up a watch for yourself, know you're doing a good cause because you're donating to a cause that we will donate for you, and enjoy a timepiece ongoing that glows all night. 420, Waldo's Watches. Check them out. This is Barry Cohen. Barry, I thank you so much for your time, sir. Come back to Sports Byline anytime you want. Well, thanks so much for having me. Appreciate you getting the word out. Yeah, well, the website's 420waldo.com, and if you use the discount code W420, it'll give you a big fat discount on that. Pretty good-looking watch. I'm wearing one right now. I haven't worn a watch like since the, what, the 90s or something like that, but, you know, they gave me a free watch, so I'm wearing a watch, and it looks cool. Bottom line is, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, boxing taking place in Nicaragua. I want to mention that a uh, young man by the name of Robin Zamora, a super featherweight, means 130 pounds. Of course, he was fighting the promoter Rosendo Buffalo Alvarez, the former 105, 108-pound champion. Of course, uh, Zamora now 16-7, and 8 KOs, won an 8-round unanimous nod. Why am I talking about an 8-round fight? Because it's the only fight that happened like in the last month. So I've got to report that, even though this is a boxing show and an MMA show, compact sports show, but I've got to report this. Were these guys world-class fighters? Hell no. These guys are like I don't say hobos, but, you know, not B, B guys, B or C guys. Bottom line is uh, Romero Blanco was the loser. He had lost one to him once before. In fact, last October they fought. So this was a rematch. Why do it again? I don't know. Bottom line is Super Highweight Freddie Fonseca was a uh, winner in the co-feature when opponent Alan Aguilar, who came in 8-7, and seven, no surprise, he left at 8-8, and eight, didn't answer the bell for round number five. Listen, you get a guy that's 28-4, and four, a 28-5, Going against a guy that's eight and seven, what do you think is going to happen when you have the New York Yankees beating up on some little league team? What do you think is going to happen, huh? When the Golden State Warriors played 
some high school team, what's going to happen? That's exactly what's going to happen. Somebody's going to glit up like a White House Christmas tree. And that's just what happened here. As far as future boxing cards are concerned, looks like the country of Japan has now suspended boxing and MMA uh, through the uh, month of June. Uh, some of these states here in the United States is talking about putting boxing and MMA back. Of course, boxing, as I said last night in Nicaragua um, and Managua, the fights – the fighters didn't wear masks, but the people, every, everybody else in the arena wore a mask, and the people were socially distanced. I don't know how you can make any money. I was a promoter. I promoted events at the uh, Longshoremen's Hall as, as here in San Francisco, as well as a number of other venues around the world. And when I looked at that, you know, six feet apart, I'm going to sell. I, I mean, I packed fourteen or fifteen hundred people into Longshoremen's Hall. You think I could get? How many people could I get in there at six feet apart? Maybe. 100, 200 maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know how this is going to work, but the bottom line is it doesn't look like we'll be doing anything until there's a vaccine for this uh, coronavirus. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. I'm telling you the truth. Looks like we're going to have to wait out a vaccine on this one. Open phone lines around the planet. I've got a couple of minutes left. one 800 878 is one 800 878 Next week on the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, there's Sunday and Saturday, or Saturday and Sunday. This is the Sunday edition, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, 8 o'clock in Honolulu, Hawaii, for my friend Ramiro out there who listens on the Internet. Um, and, of course, the Saturday show, same time, 8 a.m. 8 Hawaii time, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Saturdays, an hour. Sunday show is two hours. This is the Sunday edition, of course, wrapping up the second hour here on Sports Byline. The fights done last night in uh, in Nicaragua, I just can't imagine a promoter making money on that. So I don't know who was sponsors, whether it was a television network. I think ESPN had something to do with it. So the bottom line is there might have been some TV money in there. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36-plus years now. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. No big surprise, but the Florida Boxing Hall of Fame has rescheduled the class of 2020. Of course, from, uh, to, I think they're going to do it, looks like they're trying to do it in August. Listen, nothing's going to be happening this year. Forget this year. Right off this year, forget 2020. It's going to be 2021 before we do anything outside of um, hanging out one-on-one. Straight up, it's going to be a long time. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby, on Sports Byline. the debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt it's great advice plus when you make this free call now we have debt destroyer experts ready to help they can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track debt problems don't have to be overwhelming you can live stress-free and debt-free Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 
877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let the boys get down a little bit here. Jerry Cortez on guitar. This is the Mighty Tower of Power, 2018 version. I think they've got another album out. In fact, they've got two albums out at TowerofPower.com. Check it out. New releases by the Godfathers of Funk from Oakland, California at TowerofPower.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on these same stations. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on. We're here each and every Saturday for an 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour, and Sunday for two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Next Sunday, in depth, we'll go into the career of Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker. Of course, the guy that I thought they got shafted not once but twice. Of course, he beat Oscar De La Hoya. I mean, he beat Oscar like a drum. He just beat Oscar one. I wasn't even close, I didn't think. And he lost that fight, of course. And then he beat Julio Cesar Chavez, I remember, spending uh, some time with Jack Tatum, number 32, the Hall of Famer from the NFL. Of course, the Oakland Raiders, they call him Assassin, the man that took out Daryl Stingley with that monstrous hit back in the 1970s. Bottom line is, Jack and I watch that fight together, and we bet big money on it. Big money, you know, big money for us. So anyway, it came time to pay up. I uh, take that back. It was the 11th round. So I just gave Jack the money after the 11th round. It's over with. You're giving money. So then they called the fight to draw. And then I asked Jack for my money back. He said, you have the audacity. He said, you have the chutzpah. But he said it in a ghetto term. You have the chutzpah to ask me for your money back. I said, man, it was a draw. I said, if, you know, if I didn't, if, if it was a two and a half point spread and, and, and he covered and, and 
and I scored three points, it would be a half point over. So I lose at that point. So the bottom line is we're even, right? So Jack gave me my money back. I bought him a round of drinks. We had a great time. May he rest in peace. Number 32, Jack Tatum. Want to mention the fact somebody brought up this week as well. Another buddy of mine, Nate Thurman. Nate the Great, of course, a Hall of Famer in the NBA with the Golden State Warriors. But he was hot and happy as a SF celebrity cruising around in his Rolls Royce. Back in the day, had a little uh, compact little dashboard there. And, of course, he ran the barbecue pit down there in Folsom. He was a class act. And he treated me good. Anytime I went into uh, Nate's barbecue, I went in for a minute and spending spending an hour with him talking baseball and boxing and basketball. He was just a sports enthusiast. Anyway, this has been Ring Talk Live Worldwide. There's a million things you can be doing in the world right now. The fact you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. The next edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide is Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on many of these same stations. We are a production of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Oh,